0: everybody, it's Rich Tolan. Welcome to another episode of GIST, or Get Your Shit Together. Because it's all about getting your shit together in every area of your life. And today's topic take out the machete, applies to several areas of your life. But first, we're going to focus on the dating and romance aspect because, quite frankly, that's the one where we see this the most, where the machete is most needed. Now, you say, wait a minute, what are we talking about? Machete, right? A machete, big, bad, sharp knife that makes a clean cut versus a butter knife. And what does a butter knife do? Nice, soft, perhaps jagged edges. We don't want that, right? Now, in life, Oftentimes, especially when a relationship goes sour, you got to take out the machete. In a previous episode, I talked about if you had gangrene coming up your arm, what would you do? Would you take out a butter knife and do you know, a jagged edge trying to cut that off? No, you'd take out the machete. You'd whack it right off. So let's talk about that. Because quite frankly, taking out the machete is something very challenging to do. I wasn't able to do it till I was in my 40s when it came to relationships. I would just cheat on my girlfriends and linger on and hang around and call them back and try to stay in the game, using them as emotional support, whatever. And that's what people do. Instead of making a clean break from a sour relationship or from a relationship that doesn't have a long-term potential to it, what they'll do is they'll use a jagged edge. They don't want to break up. They don't want to let go. Why? Because it's difficult. But why is it difficult? Why? Because people don't want to be alone, because they don't have the confidence or the strength to do it. Well, let's talk a little bit about that through an example. And this is a true example of a friend of mine, 40-year-old male, living in Los Angeles, who's dating a 23-year-old woman. Right there, you might think recipe for disaster. Well, I don't necessarily think that, but let's delve a little bit further and see why he should take out the machete, which was my advice given to him just the other day. So this guy has been dating this gal for two years. Well, let me let me step back. He's been dating her for two and a half years, but the past six months, she's been living abroad, and he speaks to her on a daily basis, Skype or whatever he's using. He's using FaceTime. It doesn't really matter. This man, on a daily basis is speaking with and seeing this woman. Now, what is he doing in the interim? He's going out and sleeping with other women. What is she doing in the interim? Sleeping with other men. They talk about this, but she wants to marry this guy. She says, I want to get married. I want to move to the United States. Now, she's not a natural born citizen here. He is, but she wants to move here, get married, have a family, et cetera. Well, let's go back. They dated for two years. During that two-year time, she cheated on him numerous times. He did not cheat on her. He loved her, didn't cheat on her. She was here going to school. She finished her college. She went back to her home country. She's been there for the past six months, said that they needed a break. She told him that it would be okay if they dated other people while she was away since they weren't in their physical presence. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit, right? First of all, you got to get your shit together, honey, because what is it that you're doing. Are you using this guy? Do you have an ulterior motive? Because this guy fell in love with you and you cheated on him. You know, Jay-Z has a song, Song Cry, one of my favorite songs, right? He says, once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever. In addition to that, he says, I got to live with the fact I did you wrong forever. Because if you're someone who cheated on another, which I used to do, okay, I was that bad guy who did that, cheated on my girlfriends when the relationship would wane, I would run around, cheat, but at the same time, I would still stay connected to that gal. Well, that's unfair. That's a bunch of bullshit. I should have had my shit together at that time, and I did not. And sometimes it's very difficult to do so because other things get in the way, you know, emotionally. You're still connected to that person. You don't want to let go. But you see, the problem with that is you're not able to move forward with another relationship. It's not fair to another person to enter into a space that's already occupied by emotional energy and an emotional commitment. Like this guy. He's talking to this girl on a daily basis. He's still connected to her. So every time he goes on a date, the next morning he's waking up and running to talk to this girl. Well, what the hell is he doing that for? You got to get your shit together. So I told him, I said, you have to take out the machete. You have to cut it off. You got to sever all ties with this gal. You can't speak with her. You can't see her. You can't do that. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to the next person because, quite frankly, you're not going to find the person that's right for you. That's what he wants. He wants to find someone that can get married, have a family. He's tired of dating. Meanwhile, he's doing exactly what he doesn't want to do. He's staying connected to someone who's not good for him, that he's not going to marry, and that's preventing him from meeting someone else who's the right person for him. So what do you do? Take out the machete. So I said, here's what you do. Spend the rest of this year, 2014, not speaking with her or interacting with her on a daily basis, let alone a monthly basis. I said, so what's wrong with that? I said, why don't you tell yourself until 2015, you can't have any contact with this person. None whatsoever. She's got to be as if, as if she's dead. Quite frankly, she has to not exist. And then if you're able to fully recover from that relationship and move on and stop thinking about her on a daily basis, you'll be able to be friends down the road. Because quite frankly, a relationship that was that deep and that loving, you can be friends down the road, but not right away. I truly believe that you need time spent apart to heal and let that subside, let that energy subside and let yourself be available to meet other people before you could develop a friendship with that person that's not based on emotional support or a physical relationship. So when I did ask this guy, I said, you know, what's why are you so enamored with this woman? You know what he said? Well, you know, the sex is the best sex I've ever had. I said, that's a bunch of bullshit, too. I said, that's a bunch of bullshit because, yeah, okay, you're saying to yourself, every time you go meet another person, you're comparing that person to this woman when it comes to the bedroom. I said, well, what else do you like about her? What else do you have in common? He couldn't come up with one reason. He had nothing in common with this woman, okay? He's into fitness. She's not. He's into reading. He loves to read books. He loves to read mysteries. He loves to go on trips. She's not. She's, like, there's so many things with this guy and gal that are incongruous that it makes no sense that he should even be with her just because of the sex. Well, and she's 23 years old, right? And she's running around having sex with other men. Well, guess what, pal? Get over that, right? Get over that because maybe she's one of those good girls gone bad and she's gone forever because what I believe, it's like a crack in the egg. Right, You have a relationship where one person cheats on the other and it's revealed. There's a crack in the egg. Humpty Dumpty. Can you put that egg back together again exactly the way it was? No. It's always going to be there. Now, the person that did the cheating, a la Jay-Z, has to say, I got to live with the fact that I did you wrong forever, which is always in the back of their mind, which is what I did used to cheat on these great girls and they lived with me. It bothered me. So I said, I don't want to ever do that again. I do not want to have a relationship that I'm cheating on someone. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to me. That's a bunch of bullshit. That means I don't have my shit together. You got to get your shit together, people, when it comes to relationships. If the relationship has sour, make a clean break. Don't carry that negative energy with you on a daily basis. It's in your mind. It's in your psyche. It affects every part of your life. Don't do it. Take out the machine. whack it off. Yes, it's painful, but it's going to grow back. You know, that limb will grow back healthier, stronger, and be more available to the right person. Because that's what this is about, right? Why do we date in the first place? We're dating to find a long-term meaningful relationship, someone that we can partner with, that we can love, and can love us back. Not cheat on us, not do something that's going to put a crack in that egg that's going to jeopardize that relationship, because all relationships are built on trust. And once that's gone, it's going to be in the back of that person's psyche, that they can't trust you. So how is this guy ever going to trust this woman, especially a relationship that's pre-marriage? If you're not married already, now, like I said earlier, marriage is a whole different beast, all right? I've never been married, so I'm not one to say what's going to happen when someone cheats in a relationship, but let me tell you, I know a lot of women, men and women, that cheat on their husbands and wives, without a doubt. I mean, I was that guy. You know how many married women I slept with? It's ridiculous, because married women, when things go sour, or let me give you an example of a gal that I met just the other day, who's not married, that kind of reminds me of someone who is. These four gals I met just recently were in town for a reunion, one of the LA schools. They were about 26. 26, 27 years old, right, having a good time, the four of them, and I I jump right in. I ask questions right away because, hey, two reasons. One is I'm always interested, and two, hey, it's new content for this show. So here we go. I asked these four gals. I said, so ladies, do you all have boyfriends? because I kind of felt it that they did. And the one girl goes, well, I'm married. And the other three say, yeah, we, we all have boyfriends. I'm like, okay, great. I said, you guys have good relationships? I mean, you guys don't cheat on you, right? These guys, and they're like, well, and the one girl right away says, well, if he did, that gives me the hall pass. Wrong, wrong way of thinking, honey. Why? See, what she's thinking is what the girls I dated used to think or what I used to think. If someone cheats on you, you could cheat on them back. That's, that's ridiculous. That's horrible thinking. You don't want to do that. What you want to say is if If he's cheating on me, next. My favorite four-letter word, next. Move on to the next opportunity, the next potential love of your life, because this is the wrong guy. Quite frankly, what I believe is that if the guy's cheating on you during that relationship, especially if he's cheated on you with more than one person, he's going to be cheating on you again, and potentially forever. Now, okay, here we go. We could talk about marriage. Maybe you could work that out through therapy, whatever. You made that long-term commitment. Don't know about that, folks. I'm not sure about that theory. It probably is the same as for those who are dating, because, well, I know dating, it's a lot easier to break up with a guy, right? You could do it via text. Takes two, three seconds. We talk about that in other shows. So here's what you do. If the relationship is soured, don't carry that negative energy with you. Don't bring it into the next relationship. Don't block yourself from meeting other people. Take out the machete. Use it. Yes, it's painful right away. It's going to be a little bit sore, but you have to do it. You have to do it because it's fair to yourself, right? That's about respect. You got to respect yourself as well as the other person. You have to say, hey, listen, I need." to make a clean break so that maybe you can go work on your shit and get your shit together, and then I could stay clean and open to new opportunities because you screwed me. I don't want to be screwed over again. So take out the machete. When the relationship has soured, take it out and don't use the butter knife. Don't do what I did. Don't take six months to break up with a girl. That's what I would do. I would date for two and a half years. Well, let's go back. I would date for a year. It would be great. Then things would start to get a little rocky. I'd start cheating for another year. Then it'd take me six months to a year to break up. Door-to-door, a three-year relationship, maybe 30, 40% of it was great. Well, the rest of it, not so great. So what does that do? Now, you might say, well, that's bad character. No, it's not. It's an evolution. In my 20s and my 30s, I didn't know any better. I evolved out of that. I learned how to respect not just myself, but everyone else in the relationship. So, find a guy who's evolved past that. that bullshit. Because he's got to have his shit together if he's worthy of you. And look at it that way. Is he worthy of you? So that's our show for today, folks. Stay positive. Stay happy. Go out there. Pursue your passion. And whenever possible, use the machete. And we'll see you next time.